beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Soulfully Awakened podcast. It is your host, Nicole. How is everybody doing? How is your heart? I'm so glad to have you here today. So I thought today I would just kind of just have a little rambling session and just share my thoughts with you guys. Um, I've been off social media for a while now. I occasionally post on Facebook. I run a couple different groups. I'm part of some communities, but I'm very intentional with like not scrolling. Um, I've also been off of Instagram for a while. And as much as I miss sharing my messages and medicine on those platforms in that way, connecting to the beautiful souls that I have met through these platforms, I'm just taking a bit of a sacred pause. And a lot of people have asked, like, you know, because I, I'm very in tune with the energies, like, why, what's going on? And like, nothing is going on. It was just this intuitive knowingness to take a step back for a while and to just go inward with self. And even though I am very good about sitting with myself, taking pauses, meditating, doing, doing all the things that I love to do for myself, when we are so presently involved in energies and energy entanglements, we can still convolute our channel and really not fully connect with ourselves in the most magnetic way that we can. And I was finding myself doing that. And because I have so many open centers um, in human design. So if you know anything about human design, I am a generator, but the only areas in my chart that are defined that have gates and channels going back and forth between them are my sacral and my spleen. Everything else completely blasted wide open. I have a couple little hanging gates um, in my my Anja. That is it. <laughs> so for me, it was really about stopping and pausing and checking in with self and just really feeling and listening to my body. And I was becoming extremely overwhelmed and feeling this sense of show up um, this sense of, I have to be really producing, producing quickly and, and, and this and that. And it was going against the grain of everything that I feel this core value in my life toward everything that I take people through. And I was aware of it. I was noticing it. And so the reason why I kind of step back from social media and posting and, and doing things in that way was just super intuitively led. It was something that I was getting a lot of insight on for a while, but the ego was having a bit of an ego battle and the ego was saying, well, if you're not present, you're not doing these things. How are you going to be seen? How will you be relevant? How will people know how to find you, work with you? All of these different things. And I was talking with a friend earlier today and I was just sharing that I have come to the realization that I'm going through an ego death around this. I'm going through a bit of a unprogramming, deprogramming around 
using social media to be the only avenue for, you know, sharing myself with the world, sharing my medicine and creating and cultivating community. And, you know, on, on the very human side of that, like the things that I do, things that I share, the work that I put out there also is my business. So in a human sense, it is to make money. And so I was going through this ego battle, this ego soul. And, you know, the soul was like very grounded in the fact that like, we don't, we don't necessarily need this. If you want this, this is a very beautiful added bonus, but if it's coming from a neediness, maybe we need to step back and look at it. And the ego was like, but we do need this. If we don't show up in this way, how are people going to find us? And and so I'm not like blaming the ego. I'm not being like the ego, you're so bad. It's just the ego sometimes reacts from the place that it only knows in a very, um, a bit more contracted, less expanded um, as the soul. So I am going through an ego death around this. And it's always interesting because to some, it may be super like, well, this is really silly. This is like, why? Like, this is nothing. People go through ego deaths bigger than this. And I've had my fair share of big time ego deaths, y'all. Um, but sometimes the, the hardest and biggest ones are the teeniest, tiniest pebbles that are like stuck in the metaphoric shoe that you just don't take the time to stop, pause, look, shake it out, look at it. Oh, this is what was bothering me. And so sometimes it's the little things that create big webs and deep roots. And so this is something that I'm kind of going through. And at first I was like a little like, oh gosh, I really want to share this. Oh, I really want to connect. And I was starting to look at how I used social media as this um, filler to not feel so alone, to feel connected. And so this led me back into self and to look at how can I more deeply connect to myself? How can I hold myself? Because I am, you know, such a great space holder for other people, really loving and nurturing other people, seeing them and seeing them not only like physically, but seeing them um, for who they really are the way their body language moves, their soul essence, the frequency of their words, really being able to see and visually download what is going on and, and what is on the other side of that. And so I was like, I really need to do this with myself more deeply. And as much as I love social media, posting, sharing stories, consuming, that's what it was becoming was consumption. And Sometimes when we overly consume, and I talk about this in an earlier podcast that I recorded maybe like a year ago, um, we have this tendency to unconsciously consume, consume, consume instead of integrate and embody the wisdom. And so embodiment to me means being able to drip, melt, and drink down everything that we have consumed and create a actual behavior with it you know, through the body, how we're acting, how we're speaking, how we're dressing, how we're moving, how we're navigating, how we're showing up. And 
not to say that I wasn't embodying a lot, but when you're consuming so much beautiful information, for me, it would create this story of, oh my God, I'm getting left behind. Oh my gosh, I got, I have, now I have to know how to do this. Oh, I have to bring this and uh, uh, and it was bringing a lot of that. And it was really pulling me out of the flow of how my soul came here to serve. So that's kind of why I've taken a step back away from social media. Will I be back on? Maybe. I I don't know. I'm not putting any timelines on myself. And that's another thing that I've really been letting go of um, are agendas and timelines. And I know to some people might be like, sounds so airy fairy, but I've really been finding myself in this most magical space, this like void space of just neutrality and and seeing this perspective and seeing this thing and, and this timeline and being like, oh, well, cool. They're all valid. Like which one is most aligning and most juicy to my higher self in this moment and allowing myself to pick it and feel really good about that. And so I've really been finding myself in that flow space and finding the magic. And I know we talk about this a lot about the magic and the the joy of simplicity, but how many of us are actually embodying simplicity? Because if, when, when it, when you consume it and you read about it and you're like, Oh God, that feels so good. That's amazing. I love that concept until it drifts down into the body and becomes an embodiment. It's simply information. It's a theory, right? And so I've really been playing with just a lot of stuff. And I laugh at myself as, um, I explain this to people and I talk about it and I'm talking about it here because you know, my soul knows how good it feels. And it's so hard to sometimes translate all of this into words that can be digested by the human mind and understood by the ego. And I'm, I'm slowly realizing more and more and more that sometimes words are not going to do it justice. It's going to be a frequency, an energy, and that's what's going to magnetize the message. That's what's going to cause the synergy, the alchemy from within. And so as I have these conversations with you who are listening and other people in my life, um, I can sometimes I like find myself like laughing and being like, Oh my gosh, I probably sound so hippie and trippy. And like, people are probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I've probably been on that end as well. And I've really come to realize that sometimes things that we talk about, they're coming from our experiential lens and it's because we're experiencing it, we're feeling it. And as we, the listener, are sitting in that observation role and listening, we may not fully understand it and get it until we are in it, till we are riding that wave, till we are swimming in that conscious stream, that rainbow river, dancing with that energy. And this is something that like I've known, I've known, I've known that, but the more that I'm allowing is the more that I'm feeling it and I'm experiencing it. And it's created a whole new layer, a whole new level of, of awareness from within. So that's kind of like where I'm at right now. And 
just finding the joy and simplicity, spending time with my husband, going deeper in our communication and talking about and studying um, couples tantra together and just really opening up ourselves to all of that, experimenting and playing in the realms of plant consciousness and plant medicine with my husband and just doing all of that. And I promise I'm going to have him on the podcast soon. He really wants to be on it. And it's funny because <laughs> I talk about all the people I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, guess who I just booked and I get to talk with on my podcast. <laughs> and he's like, oh my gosh, remember that one guy you've been trying to get a hold of and have on your podcast? I'm like, what guy? I haven't asked any guys. He was like, uh, me. And I just started laughing. I'm like, I know, I know. I promise we'll do it. And I think it'll be such a good one just so you guys can feel and hear the dynamic of, um, our relationship together and just how down to earth we both are when we come together and how grounded and funny. And you get to kind of see how, my very mystical witchy self integrates with his very grounded human self and just the experience that we've had together being in this relationship because um, I've had a lot of people I've worked with over the years ask me about my relationship and with me doing all this work and being very like mystical, spiritual, magical, and witchy. How does that work with somebody who's a little bit more grounded in their humanness? And so yeah, we'll kind of take you on that journey a little bit. But so I've just been playing like with that really deepening my relationship with my husband. We're settling into our new house and just, you know, getting it in the energy flow that feels good to us. And yeah, just creating this beautiful, energetic oasis that we love to be in. And, you know, just curating it and the way that feels good. That's really my Libra energy. I'm a Libra rising with a lot of um, Libra energy because I have a lot of planets in there and I love beauty. I love harmony. I love peacefulness. I love balance. And I find that with myself as I'm decorating the spaces, especially the balance. It's like, if there's not this like symmetrical balance when I'm doing things, it really like, ugh, it bothers me. And so it's so funny to find how that plays out. So I'm having fun decorating the house and, you know, I have so many plants in the house. I have so many plants and I love it. I can't imagine. I look at my house and I'm like, I want more plants. I want more plants. And I just can't imagine not having this lush plant life within my house. And so I love it. And my husband loves it. So we've been doing that. We spend a lot of time out in nature going for evening walks. And when it's not super blazing hot out um, here in Indiana, we get these heat waves, these beautiful Indian summers. Um, I like to go out during the day and go into the forest and forest bathe and just spending a lot of time just outside reading and where we live now. Um, it's, it's in a neighborhood, but it's a small newer neighborhood. It's not going to be very big and it's so quiet. There's nothing more soul nourishing to me than sitting outside. And I just hear, cause I live by a pond and I can hear the water and I can hear the the insects. I can hear the birds. I can hear the wind. 
And I love, I love that. And at night when I sit outside and we just got a beautiful, um, energy efficient, chemical free, um, hot tub. So that was like a big thing. We've always wanted one, but I wanted it to be as eco-friendly, um, as we could. And we found one and it was, you know, a great price and it's something that we will use all the time. So we spend a lot of our time at night, um, in the hot tub together and it's on an open area on our back patio area. And it's like a beautiful star sky blanket. So if you know me, you know, I'm obsessed with the stars, a starry night sky. Like I'll be like, Oh my gosh, look at the moon, look at the stars. And so just really been just sitting out playing music. If you guys know me as well, like I'm obsessed with music. I love creating playlists and super, super, super anchored into the energy from like Woodstock, the late sixties, the early seventies. And I, and I love current music as well. Like I'm super eclectic, but when I want to like vibe out and chill, it's like all Fleetwood Mac, Petty, the Stones, Led Zeppelin, Janis Joplin, you know, that kind of music. And so we play our playlist and we just sit outside and we just like talk and we connect and I've also been behind the scenes working on my business, working on a really beautiful self-study course of um, these beautiful 12 lessons that are jam-packed with beautiful things, taking um, from the years when I used to run a group coaching program, um, it was called Soul Searcher Babes, and I quit doing that program um, a little over a year ago, and I was kind of like, well... Maybe I should repurpose this. And so now I'm turning it into a self-study course. It's going a little bit deeper. There's some like guided meditation, some light language transmissions, um, PDFs, uh, journal invitations, integration, PDFs, mantra cards I created, and audio to listen to. So you can listen to it while you're cleaning, while you're cooking, while you're driving, or for your morning alignment practice, or just whenever. And once you buy the self-study course, it's yours for life. So if you want in to know when that is going to be launched, definitely make sure you sign up through my website. I'll include it in the uh, show notes through my website. You can sign up for my community newsletter there. I only send out about two to four of those a month, and that will be included in there. My community always gets um, information on beta testing, um, new launches, new programs, booking links, and tons of free, free information uh, before I ever will release it to the public. So that's where that will be going. So I've been working on that and taking my time with it because it's so easy to fall into the trap of you have to be producing a lot. You got to be producing faster. You got to be nose to the grindstone, hustle, hustle, hustle. And that doesn't feel good to my soul. If that feels good to you, then like always honor your soul. I'm, I'm simply sharing from Nicole, the human Nicole, my soul, like what feels good to me. And that doesn't feel good to me. That feels like pressure. <laughs> and so I've been taking my time flowing with it because I want to be in that dropped in flow state of whenever I am channeling and, and giving a message or creating a teaching audio, I want it to feel good because the energy that 
is behind the show up is what's going to transmit into whatever I record, whatever I create. And so that's really important to me. Um, I've also just been gearing up for my Reiki level one attunements and mentorships that I'm doing. Those are, be are being done virtually and in person. So that's something that you're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I'd love more information on that. Make sure you totally sign up for my newsletter. Um, I'm doing September and October right now. I may open up a few spaces for November. Well, we shall see. I have just, I think, one or two spaces left for October, fully booked for September. And just, you know, been working on collaborations with people, um, interviewing beautiful souls for my podcast and speaking with others on their podcast. Just honestly fucking enjoying life. Um, yeah, giving myself the space to really drop deeply into simplicity and playing with that thread. What does simplicity mean to you? What does simplicity feel like in your body, Nicole? What does a simplistic day look and feel like to you? And I'm doing so much deprogramming. I can't even explain it. Deprogramming around needing social media to create community, to connect, to promote my business, to share my medicine, um, deprogramming around having to do alignment practices that look like A, B, C, and D, and just asking myself, checking in every day and being like, okay, like what is going to feel most nourishing to you right now? Like checking in with my needs. And because I've been doing this for a long time, I've got like this magical toolbox of things that I know that make me feel good and that can help me feel like, you know, through this emotion and, and practices and rituals and ceremonies. And so because I have all of that in my back pocket, I can kind of look at it and say, okay, all right, cool. I want to do this. And then I do it. And I'm so, all I can say is um, the big theme running through my life right now is unattached, unattached. And I'm just flowing. And I know that I've, you know, people who've worked with me in the past, they know this about me. Like, I'm just so open. I'm super fluid and, and flowing and, and feminine and really just been sitting with myself, listening to my intuition and listening to my soul's whispers of this is where we're going. This is what we want to do and listening to that regardless of how it looks, how it's being done right now, who else is doing, maybe who isn't doing it. And that's a scary thing to do when a lot of people aren't doing it because you're going to you're going to really come into question yourself and say, "Well, no one else is doing this, so why are you doing it? This is wrong. This is that." And yeah, really just allowing myself to play. Play in that space be unattached to outcomes, let go of these agendas that I, you know, place on myself, within myself, these expectations that I place upon my shoulders and just simply being. And right now that does look like being away from social media. So the main ways that feel resonant and good to my soul with connection is nurturing the groups that I have. I have a Facebook group called Soulfully Awakened. So if that's something you're like, ooh, I'd like to be in that group, um, let me know. 
actually I might include the link here in the bio. That's something that I, you know, I need to be better about nourishing it because I've been so focused on other things and, you know, I'm a fitness instructor. So I really nourish my fitness classes and this, the podcast. So this is a really big way for me to just have deep conversations and connect with you who are listening and my email community my Soulfully Awakened newsletter community. So if you really want to stay in communication with me, catch up what's going on, um, offerings, I give freebies away, I create playlists, I give tons of free information, please, please follow me there. Subscribe to the newsletter. You can do that through my website. Um, And I'll include that in the show notes. But yeah, so this is kind of where I'm at right now. And I I totally appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast, who shares it with their friends, their family, um, posts about it and things like that. So um, I'm really passionate just about like having this space and platform to kind of be um, love notes, not only to you, but to myself. And so anything that I speak about, it feels good. This expression feels really good. Um, Expressing myself is really important to me. And the more that I travel down this path and journey, I'm realizing just how important that need and soul desire to express myself through my voice really is. And so through speaking, writing, and creating, those are all really, really important ways of expression and creating in the sense of creating podcasts, creating content courses, creating choreography for my dance classes. Um, I'm a very creative individual. And so I'm just really honoring that um, space, that place within me and the pace at which I want to flow into it. And practicing lots of loving, soul, nourishing self-care. Really getting back to what it is that I want to do without the external noise telling me what it is I should do. And so that's through doing some um, Ayurveda practices. Um, really, I'm getting, diving really heavily back into plant-based eating. I've been a plant-based eater pretty much, oh gosh, for like 11 years now. But like every now and then incorporating some animal products back in. But I'm feeling really led to do that. Um, stretching really stretching my body, um, ecstatic dance, solo cacao ceremonies, doing um, oil facial massages, oil massages, like I said, on the body, um, these beautiful Ayurvedic face masks, and just other ways too, expressing my body through the way that I dress adornment, and really like loving myself and just really you know, dropping into that container with Nicole and finding ways that I want to be held because I I'm really hold a lot of people in a lot of really deep, beautiful, sacred ceremonies. And so I'm doing that with myself more deeply than I ever have. And yeah, just finding all the ways that feel good to me. And so I want to offer you guys a little bit of gift for those of you who listen. So For those of you who are listening specifically on iTunes, if you listen on iTunes, if you um, like leave a review for the podcast 
and you screenshot that review and you email it to me. I will include my email here. I will send you my ebook on working with your sacred moon cycle. So your moon cycle, your menstrual cycle. Um, it's an ebook that I've been working on, on and off for over a year now, editing it, adding more stuff as I grow. So if you send me the screenshot that you left a review, I will email you back that ebook for free. So that's my gift to you. If you're not listening to this on um, iTunes, and you want to get in on this freebie. If you post this, um, you post and share my podcast, not just this episode, you can share the podcast or the episode to your um, Facebook page, your Instagram page, your stories, and you screenshot that and send that to me. I will also send you that ebook for free. So this ebook has been a labor of love. I've been editing it, curating it, and I don't know, maybe eventually I will sell it or maybe I will offer it for free. I don't know, but you guys are going to get first access to it. I typically only give these types of things to my private one-on-one -on -one clients who do six and 12 week containers with me, but I wanted to extend this offer to all of you listening today. So if you're interested in learning um, a little more deeply about working with your moon cycle, your menstrual cycle, the history of our moon cycle, how each week um, affects you and your mood and how you can best work with it and the archetypes associated with this and all of that beautifulness. Like I said, um, send me a screenshot of your review on iTunes and or you sharing it on Instagram or Facebook, you can email that to me. I will include my email in the show notes, but it is nicole.c.altman at gmail.com. Again, I will include it in the show notes, but yeah, this is my gift to you guys for just listening and hanging with me throughout this whole entire episode and just being here for the journey. I appreciate every single one of you who are tuned in and listening. Um, I love you. And I hope that you found this episode nourishing and I will talk to you soon.